0: Hey folks, Colin here. And I just wanted to give you a little intro to this week's episode because this is actually a trailer, well, not a trailer, a full episode, in fact, of a new show we've just released called the Podcasting Tools Show. Brief premise is it will be a short episode, maybe five to 10 minutes every single week, covering a tool, a bit of equipment, a resource, something to help you improve your podcasting, whether it's a review, a comparison, or just a tutorial on how to use something. So I'm going to enjoy talking tools talking gadgets talking shiny things i hope you will enjoy it as well if you fancy something like that listen to this episode see if you enjoy it and you can subscribe over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcasting tools thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcasting tools or as always search podcasting tools and your favorite podcast player enjoy the show On this episode of the Podcast Tool Show, I'm going to cover how to get more guests for your podcast and how to guest on more podcasts. It's all about the tool, podcastguests.com. Hey folks, I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com. And this time around, I'm covering podcastguests.com. This is a tool, a resource, which is essentially a mailing list, which can help you find more guests for your podcast, find better guests for your podcast, and it can help you be a guest on more other shows. So drawing your authority around different areas, you know, putting yourself out there, getting known by more people, more audiences, and hopefully bringing more people back to your own show or your own brand. So podcastguest.com. How does it work? Go over to podcastguest.com and you sign up and essentially it is literally just a a mailing list. Most of it works through the mailing list, but there's a couple of extra features that I'll talk about in a moment, which are outside of that mailing list. But firstly, how does the mailing list itself work? Well, once you sign up, you'll start getting emails through each week, which have listings of two things. So first of all, it has listings for shows that are looking for guests. All right. So somebody will say, uh, I I run a show called PodCraft. It's all about how to run a podcast. You'll know what that one is. Uh, I am looking for guests who know a lot about email marketing and how to promote it to podcasters or how to use it to promote your podcast. Um, Here's the credentials you need to have. Uh, Please get in touch if you want to come on. So you can really specify the type of person that you're looking for, the type of show that you run, the credentials, the background you want them to have, and therefore you get reasonably qualified guests from this. You'll start getting applications. This will go out on the email and then you'll start getting applications from people. They fill in a form and that form is then forwarded on to you. So you don't have to give out your contact details or anything like that. It comes all via the podcast guests website. So it's a nice little way to to get all those contacts. Now, the other way, well, I'll get onto something around how to filter them in just a minute. So I want to give you some tips towards the end of this episode on how to actually use this service, because that's how it works. But actually, uh, there's a few things that I tend to do with it to make it work most effectively. But let's finish how it works first. Uh, so the other way that it works is the other thing that you get an email is a listing of experts. So you get a listing of people looking for experts to come on their show, but you also get experts listing themselves. Now these tend to be a paid listing, okay? So you can actually pay, you can subscribe to be listed as an expert on the site. What happens is your photo goes up there, you get a one pager, which is a one sheet, uh, one page on the website, which shows your background, you know, your expertise, your topics that you can talk about. Um, it's a really nice page, actually. If you get this set up, if you do pay to upgrade, it's something that you can direct people towards as a, as a first stop. Like if somebody is interested in getting you on their show or you're pitching yourself to somebody else's show. It's actually a good link to put in because it's nicely laid out. All the details are there to show why you would be a good guest for this person's podcast. So they are on the website on podcastguests.com, but a selection of them appear in the email every single week as well. So that's why the email is useful on two counts. You know, you can go on there as, um, you know, looking for podcasts to appear on, browse through the podcast, apply for a couple that suit your expertise. But you can also look at the list of guests and think, oh, that person looks pretty good for my show. You can get in touch with them and say, do you want to come on our show? And obviously if you're the one that's advertising, you can be, that's the third sort of benefit there. You're in the background, you're getting people pitching you to come on their podcast uh, because you're one of the the perceived guests on podcastguests.com. So that's how the service works, but a couple of tips around how to use it. So uh, there's a few things here. If you are advertising your show as um, a show to be guested on, people will start applying to come on your show. Okay. These experts will start applying. I would recommend um, you need to filter these people essentially. You'll get quite a lot of folk applying. Uh, You'll get quite a lot of detail. What you need to do is start to think about what works best with your content. Like what kind of, um, what kind of people work most effectively with your, uh, with your audience and start trying to filter it. So what I do is I have a few set questions. I have three, four questions that I will send straight back to any applicants. One of them will be something like, um, what is a unique idea that you have that you want to talk about on the show? And can you give me two or three bullet points that guide me through it? Maybe a few questions that I can ask you to guide us through this. So what that does is that tends to filter out people that don't really have much original to say. There's a lot of people out there trying to guest on podcasts, but they're just kind of saying the same old stuff. You know, they're just recycling the same old books, the same old ideas. If you get in touch, though, if you write back and say, what is, what's your kind of, what's your original idea? What is a concept that you've came up with that you teach? And just give me two or three steps that show me how you teach it. That can be a really nice way to get an idea of how unique this person is. And you can also ask them as well, you know, um, what do you think would be most valuable to my audience? And that then makes them think about your audience. It makes them look into your show and think about customising their content for you. And if they can do that, that shows as well that they're going to put a bit more effort into this. They're not going to turn up and give the same old party line. They're actually going to customise it a little bit for your audience. Okay. Now I talk about this a lot when talking about interviews, you need to take control of podcast interviews. You need to make sure you're not getting just any old person on, just putting out any old content because you're not going to grow a show that way. There's too many interview shows out there in the world like that. Just same old, same old. So taking control, making sure that this person is going to give something unique and that they're going to tailor it to your topic, your niche, your audience. That's really valuable to me. Now, the other side of the coin, if you're applying to go on podcasts, here's what I do as well. There's a lot of podcasts advertise on podcastguest.com that are really good, really worthwhile podcasts. Okay. So it's worthwhile subscribing. It's a really good service. You can get some good quality placements, but there's also a fair few not so good ones. So there's also a fair bit of you know, brand new shows, that have um, haven't even launched yet, or shows that are in their first ten episodes that are not really going anywhere, shows that are not the greatest quality, for example, and these are places where it might not be worthwhile you spending your time. It might be a waste of that half hour or an hour that you spend doing the interview. So you want to try and filter these out. Now, what I tend to do as a first, a first kind of a first filter. Um, I mean, the second filter is that I'll talk to them. You know, you start talking to people um, and you find out pretty quickly how seriously they're taking their show. Um, But the first filter before you even get to that, because that's quite time consuming, is to look at two things and it's ratings and reviews. Okay. Uh, Actually it's three things because it's ratings, reviews and episodes. Fairly or not, I tend to not, consider a podcast that is on in in less than 10 episodes that has less than 10 episodes live okay um uh, this might this might vary depending on your expertise okay depending on how easily you can get on shows if you're kind of earlier in your career you've got less authority less credentials, less um you know sway to get on a show you might need to consider a lot of those earlier shows to start building your expertise um, and from there, you can then start to get on the higher level shows. But if you've got a bit of sway, if you've got a bit of background, if you've, if you've been doing this for a while, you should be thinking, I need, to get on, I need to get on shows with an established audience. And that means at least 20, 30 episodes. Okay. Shows that have been running for half a year or a year. Um, the other part of this is that you only want to invest your time into someone that's going to stick around, that's going to grow, so that you become part of a back catalogue of a really established, growing podcast. And if somebody's only done five or ten episodes, Sad to say, there's a lot of shows that drop out and don't continue. And if it's only on five to ten episodes, it'll be one of those. It's, it's more likely that it's going to stop at the five to ten episode mark. But if they've been doing 30 to 50 episodes already, there's a much better chance it'll stay for the long term. OK, so if you have the ability to do this, do try and filter out shows that are brand new and go for the higher end shows, the ones that have been around for longer, if you can The second part of it is then the ratings and reviews, okay? How do you measure quality? How do you measure audience engagement? Through ratings and reviews, all right? You go to the iTunes store, you find the podcast. Um, The great thing is podcastguest.com tends to give you the link to the podcast in the email. So you can pop straight through to the iTunes store. You can see how many reviews they've got, how many ratings they've got. And that gives you an idea of how engaged the audience is, all right? If they've got 10 or 20 ratings and reviews, at least, then that's decent. If they've got hundreds, then amazing. Then you should, you should be getting on that show. Because if there's that many people rating it, that many people reviewing it, they have an established, engaged audience. It doesn't need to be big. It doesn't matter the size of it. If there's people engaging with it, if there's people reviewing it, then they're engaged and therefore they're more likely to hear you, to take notice of what you're saying and to maybe, you know, use the stuff that you talk about on the show. So if you want to go over it and try it out, go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcast guests. That's our affiliate link. Uh, obviously, that supports the content we put out. If you don't mind using it, that would be amazing. Thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcast guests. Uh, great service worth trying out. And this episode, as always, brought to you by the Podcast Host Academy, which is our resource to help you grow a more successful podcast. We've got a whole bunch of courses in there. Uh, For example, how to interview. We've got a how to interview course that helps you run a better um, interview. How to grow a better interview uh, podcast, which is actually a really hard thing. There's a lot of skill in growing a great podcast interview show. Um, it's just it's hard. <laughs> a lot of people underestimate it, think of it as the easy option. So we've got a we've got a full course on how to be a great interviewer. I've got a couple of quick course, quick um videos on how to how to plan a great podcast interview and how to run a great podcast interview. Those videos are there waiting for you if you jump into the academy. And also we have our live coaching too. So if you want the live coaching, talk to me, Matthew, the rest of the team once every single week. You get an hour of that live coaching. You can go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash academy. Otherwise, thank you again for following along with another podcast tools show. I'll see you on the next one.